following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. It's a Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app on the huge show across Michigan, and it's NBA playoff time. That means big hoops action on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. So get in on the action of every game with just a touch of a button on your mobile device, and new customers can make a $5 pregame Moneyline bet and score $150 in bonus bets. If your team wins, just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use that promo code HUGE when you sign up. It is a Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app on the HUGE show across Michigan. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the HUGE show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the HUGE show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your HUGE opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the HUGE one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to begin another journey on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show. I'm kind of distracted, Superfly, because while we're listening to the open and here we go with the show, they're showing a report that the Dalai Lama asked a child to, quote, suck my tongue when the kid was meeting the Dalai Lama. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, how do I start? I was talking about Dwayne Casey out of a job. We got Michigan State spring football. I mean, Dalai Lama, is it some ritual? I don't know. I'm completely thrown. Oh, my God. I'm, it, this is like on just regular TV. Like on the local it's TMZ. Oh, my God. Now he's pulling his ears. What the? How am I supposed to concentrate to start a show? I said that back in the day at Electric Avenue. To girls, I gotta, I gotta set the record straight on that. <laughs> Man, we're all pumped up about the week, and I'm here in the open. Oh, wait a minute, I gotta turn on the microphone. My God, this world is crazy. It is. You have to double. You have to do double takes on anything on Twitter and TV now if it's real, don't you? You have to. Yeah, you have to do a double take. My God. What a weekend at Augusta. The weather was better in Grand Rapids over the weekend than it was in Augusta, Georgia. Over here on the west side of the state, the weather was better. And John Rahm powered through all the wind, all the rain, delays, and Phil Mickelson and Brooks Kepka and the Live Golfers. I love some of the reporters afterwards. You know, hey, Brooks, does it validate you what you did? And I'm thinking the dude just won $4 million at the Live Stop in Orlando the week before the Masters and finished second at the Masters. Yeah, he, he collapsed, but he finished second, tied for second. 
with Phil, another live golfer. See, I don't look at golfers by tours. I don't pick that side. I don't. I think if you work for the PGA or your PGA golfer, it is different when you look at guys like Rory and how outspoken they are. But to watch Phil Mickelson, he slimmed down. He says he's eating a lot of fruit, shakes. He talked about, like, meditation and being at peace with himself. More power to him, man. I want to watch the best golfers in the world. I don't care what tour they're on. I don't care what endorsements they have or don't have because they're on the live tour. PGA is making a monumental mistake on not allowing the best golfers in the world to play on at least give them a limited, limited schedule on the PGA Tour. You want to see the best in the world. Bill Hobson from Michigan Golf Live, radio and TV version. He'll join us coming up in a few moments. We'll get his thoughts on just a fantastic champion and weekend of golf. There's something about watching the Masters. Also, you mix in the weather we had this weekend and what it looks like across Michigan. Close to 80 in Grand Rapids on Friday on the huge weather app. Can't download it. It's still in like a beta stage. Superfly put it together. It's supposed to be 80. Now Halle Berry. Now they're saying she's posing nude on a balcony in Italy. What's going on? What? Am I missing something, Superfly? How come we don't do a show like TMZ? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to get the case here and Ron winning the Masters and talk about the Tigers because it looks like it's going to be a long season, folks. It really does. We'll get to Michigan State. Their spring football game is coming up this weekend. A lot to cover. We do have our Bush Light huge question of the day. So what was the go-to sports on TV for you, your family, your friends this weekend? Had to be the Masters. I tried to watch the Tigers on Saturday. They just got destroyed. Boston looks like they're going through the motions and they won again on Sunday. I just, what do you do? You know, I keep looking at that roster, and I'm wondering how many everyday major leaguers do they really have. So we'll talk baseball with Dan Elvey coming up in about 20 minutes. Bushlight, huge question of the day. Now, what was your go-to sports on TV this weekend? I heard Anthony Bellino from X's and Bros, which is heard weekday mornings on the Michigan Sports Network. He was all excited about the NBA playoffs. I'm not. The Pistons aren't in it. I'll watch when it gets to the conference finals and the finals. I will. Because I do a statewide sports show every day at three. And I'm watching teams do the quick turnaround. Oklahoma City, Orlando. I heard AB talking about that. I agree. And the Pistons seem to have stepped backwards. No matter how much great young talent they're acquiring. And I know the injury to Cade killed this year. And Ivy and Duran look like keepers. And that's why Casey is out. He's going to move into the front office per report. Adrian Wojnarowski from ESPN. Every time I say his name, I sound like I'm slurring, and I'm going to get pulled over. Adrian Wojnarowski, I see. I ever look in the eye of a great white. 
Uh, I think Halle Berry is beautiful, by the way. I really do. I think she's one of the most gorgeous women on earth. And the Dalai Lama, that needs to be explained. It could be seriously a religious ritual. I don't know. So Casey's out in Wurzhenarski hanging. Have you ever looked in the eye of a great white thing? He says Bucks assistant Charles Lee and former Celtics coach Jaime Adoka are expected to be candidates for the Detroit job. That also according to the Athletics, Shams, Sharania. Hey, are they? I thought they worked 10 till 3. First off, it sounds like whales mating or somebody ate refried beans for 24 hours. Hey, you ever look in the eye of a great white? You told me that the noise they're working on the building at our flagship station, it's a 10-story building. (laughs) You said they're working 10 a.m. until 3 p.m., right? That they totally adjusted their construction schedule because of the huge show. Hey, turn it off! Hey, it's past 3 o'clock! Go hit the bars up on Michigan Street. You're done. Punch the clock. Oh, my. I'm not going to say and do a show with whales mating in the back. Can you hear it, Superfly? You can? I feel like I'm on a boat. Catalina Island off the coast of California. And whales are mating. I've heard that sound for 25 minutes. I'm ready to give up the truth on something if... There's an interrogation if the sound will just stop. They're supposed to stop at 3 o'clock. That's what Dave Taft said, who heads up everything for our flagship station, 96-1 the game in Grand Rapids. By the way, uh, your go-to TV this past weekend, our Bush Light, huge question of the day, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line. They have locations all across Michigan. They're a local bank you depend on and trust. That would be you can depend on them and trust them. They're good people. Thank you for the partnership with The Huge Show. You want to join us, answer that question, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. I can't get enough of the Masters. They're just, you know, and I heard Brooks Kepka talk about it, Phil Mickelson, uh, the golf channel or channel announcers, there's, there's something magical about that place. It's why everyone wants to go, and the tickets are at high demand. It, it, it's why it grabs huge television ratings, and and it was about golf and the weather this past weekend. It was about Tiger and the plantar fasciitis acted up. I've had that. That's. Man, that, it feels like someone took a knife to your heel or the bottom of your foot. And I just think we have to realize with Tiger, when you look at him with the photos of that accident and how lucky he is to be alive, that Tiger gave us so much when it comes to golf. Right there with Arnie and Jack, and I don't care what generation you're in, that if he doesn't win another tournament again, I don't care if he can't finish another tournament or if he decides he's not going to play anymore and he's going to join the broadcast booth or do whatever Tiger Woods wants to do, he has given us so much. Decades 
of enjoyment. He brought people to the game who never followed or went to a PGA Tour event. He's Tiger Woods. There aren't a lot of people you can just say Tiger, Michael, right? Barry, depending if you're regional on it. Let's go talk to Bill Hobson, Michigan Golf Live, radio TV version, radio version heard Saturday mornings during the golf season on most of these huge radio network stations, TV version on Bally Sports Detroit. Check your local listings. And, you know, Bill, uh, you walk into a Masters and you're thinking it's going to be Scheffler, maybe back-to-back, and Rahm was one of the favorites, and... Brooks Kepka gets out, or Kepka gets out to the big lead, and you think maybe you know old Brooks is back, and uh, he can't hit a green, he can't make a putt, and there comes John Ron or John Rom with one of the great runs we've seen in the Masters. Boy, that's for sure, and it was at a time when that course was playing really long and quite difficult. Uh, don't let the sunshine on Sunday fool you. The winds were blowing. Pretty stiff, and here's a good indicator of how good Rom was. Everybody else was struggling, right? So those guys are all the best players in the world. If only one of them is playing really well, that means the course is super hard, and, and uh, that guy just happens to have his ball under control that day, and that was Rom. Uh, unflappable, didn't get tired. Uh, really, until 18, didn't hit anything offline. In 18, he hit that bizarre hook drive. But, um, you know, Kepka just kind of, I think, ran out of fuel a little bit and started to get a little loose. Wasn't terrible golf, wasn't bad, but he got a little loose, and Augusta punishes you when you're a little bit loose. So it was quite compelling. And I actually think, Billy, that along with the story of Rom getting the major, I think the other storyline from this last four days was what Phil did. Um, nobody saw that coming. I don't think Amy Mickelson saw that coming. Uh, for him to come out of nowhere and play that well, to go 65 on Sunday at his age, when on the live tour, he's done nothing. He's like among the worst players on that entire tour. Uh, and to uncork what he did at Augusta was really pretty impressive. And I, I wish that... Um, I wish that we would have we would have heard a little more from him about all of that. He's been very guarded in his comments all week, but that was kind of funny. He really threw the threw the the wayback machine into effect and almost worked his way up into a, a little bit of a contention conversation, maybe a playoff. Yeah, you're watching Phil come. And I, I kept saying, hey, if someone can get stuck on eight or nine in the clubhouse. Uh, this was maybe six holes in. They might be able to win this thing, but Rom took it to another level when, when it looked like it could be uh, a huge run uh, to the finish for that green jacket. He just uh, calm, cool, collective, even though he said in the post-match presser that you know what you saw on the outside isn't what he was feeling on the inside, but uh, the guy has no weakness to his game, zero. No, he doesn't. And you start that uh, you start that day. Remember, they uh, they went to bed Saturday night with he and Brooks each having putts, uh, sidewinder in Rom's case, downhill lightning fast birdie putt, waiting to greet him on Saturday morning. And uh, at that time, when they awoke on for, on Sunday, went to the golf course, um, there was a four shot differential. And by the time both of them had stroked one putt each. 
the lead for Kepka was down to two, and it just seemed like right out of the gate, Rom was ready to go, and, and he just kept pouring it on and pouring it on. I texted a friend of mine at 9.30 yesterday morning that I think Rom wins this thing by two. Little did I know it would be even a bigger margin than that. He's he, he's automatic. With that compact, lightning, whippy swing through there, uh, that guy is he is dialed in with everything, and it's fun to watch. When he's good, it's fun to watch. Yeah, from Kepka with the big lead to Rahm's comeback to Phil at the age of 52, becoming the oldest golfer to post a top-five finish at Augusta. Uh, it, it was a great weekend, and I know Tiger had to withdraw because – uh, the plantar fasciitis, like I said, coming into you. Hey, man, if, if Tiger can't finish another tournament uh, and he's going to do, you know, events like the father's son or even creates other events where Tiger gets on TV and you can watch him and he can use a cart which isn't connected to the PGA Tour, uh, more power to him, man. He's given us so much. Yeah, I remember the last time you and I talked was uh, when Tiger played, I don't know, an event about a month ago. And Genesis, maybe, asked, was it? Yeah, I think so. And I think you asked me, you know, if I thought Tiger, how often we would see him the rest of this year. And I think I said twice. Uh, I knew we were going to see him at Augusta, and I would guess probably at the Open Championship where it's always an easier walk. But that, that is the, the reality. That leg is pulverized. There's there's not a lack of desire on his part. It's not a weakness. It's not a, a laziness. The man physically does not have a right leg to stand on. And who didn't cringe along with me on Friday or Thursday when he hit that shot out of the bunker on 18 and ended up hopping on his left leg? Everybody in the free world thought he was going down. Um, it was painful to watch him walk. I do think, and, and I, I know that some will say that maybe I'm being a little too uh, over the top in my praise for Tiger. I think the man made the cut at the Masters on one leg, Billy. That, that's, I don't think that's hyperbole. I think the man made the cut on one leg. Um, yeah, sure, he got some help from JT there at the end on Friday, uh, but, or on Saturday morning, but it doesn't matter. Uh, the fact that he made it into the weekend, he extended that streak, as soon as the weather got into the 40s, and the rain was coming down sideways. I never once thought we were going to see him play golf on Sunday. There's just no chance because that the body does not allow the constant restarts like that. You can't warm up, cool down, warm up, cool down, go to bed, get up ready. It doesn't work that way. And you can see in some of those uh, videos of him just slogging back to the bag in the driving rain where he's literally dragging the right leg. Um, that, what does he have to gain by going and finishing at plus 15? There's just no, there's nothing good that comes of that. So you're right. What you said is absolutely spot on. Uh, the man does not owe anybody anything. Um, why he's putting himself through this is one of those great mysteries. It's like the uh, heavyweight fighter that won't retire. and keeps going and getting his head kicked in. But in Tiger's case, he still has the skill set. He still has the shots. He just literally doesn't have a leg to stand on. And I think he wanted that record uh, for yeah. you know consecutive yeah. cuts made, and I think that's why he was pushing. And I really agree with you, Bill, that there, there's crossroads coming up here. If there isn't anything medically, uh, physical rehab, whatever happens here, 
that he may get to that point and just join, you know, Jim Nance in the TV booth and uh, still be a part of the game, still be there, still be a draw, do some specialty events where he can take a card up to his ball and, you know, the PGA Tour, and he could partner with them with his commitment uh, with the Lo- or Live Tour out there where they could do some Tiger specialty things on the Mondays, Tuesdays, and get some of the big names. But, gosh, you know, I, I felt like you, you don't need to do it, man. Uh, go ahead and, you know, sit out for a year. Sit out for two years. See, you know, through rehab surgeries, whatever you want and need to do. And if not, ma'am, uh, retire and let people say goodbye to you on the golf course because you know you're going to be connected and building courses and just like Arnie, just like Jack. And, you know, if he wants to do it, he doesn't need to. And, you know, CBS would take him in a heartbeat uh, to sit next to Nance. Yeah, for sure. And um, I, I don't think there's any ceiling on what Tiger could do if he chose to do it. I, I think anybody would hire him for anything. I think the tour would probably have him as the successor to Jay Monahan as commissioner, all those things. But, but let's be realistic, Billy. The, the man needs another paycheck like Michael Jordan needs another paycheck, right? So there's something in the motor of these great champions that that drives them when they're competing, but it might also make the off switch really hard to find. And I don't know what would provide for him that challenge that a lot of great competitors need some sort of challenge all the time. And if you're not going to be able to find it in competition, what's Tom Brady going to do next, right? You never know if you can turn it off because you've always had the switch on. And I think that's one of the great adjustment periods in the life of any soon-to-be former athlete is how do you replace the adrenaline rush, the thrill of competition, the camaraderie of your uh, fellow teammates or players around you, whatever the sport may be. Uh, those are the bigger questions. Uh, certainly, Tiger's legacy is entirely uh, set. Um, I can't imagine. How, I don't think plantar fasciitis has an easy remedy to it. So how flat does the course have to be that you're going to go and walk? Well, maybe, uh, maybe it's an open championship. I don't know. But the reality is the profession that he's chosen requires you to walk about eight miles a day and he can't do it so that's reality now he can suck it up he did that he can he can bear the pain he's done that but at some point when the leg says i am literally being dragged behind you you can't you can't do your profession at a high level and so at some point pride kicks in and you've just got to call it a day Bill Hobson, Michigan Golf Live, radio version heard on most of these huge show radio network stations. Also, TV version on Valley Sports Detroit. Just search uh, Michigan Golf Live on television. Bill, appreciate the updates and opinions on the Masters. It was another great weekend for golf. Weather looks fantastic here in Michigan uh, this week, so I assume all the golf courses are going to be jumping. I uh, look forward to our next conversation. Yeah, buddy, I just just came in from the course, and I will uh, report to all of your listeners uh, the winter rust is a real thing, just so you know. Amen. I'm, I'm there. Uh, so, And sometimes those older cars, the you can't get rid of the rust. You can't get rid of that rust. It's there, and it's there for good, Bill. I appreciate everything you do, my man. We'll talk soon. 
Thanks. See you, Billy. All right, Bill Hobson, Michigan Golf Live. Uh, joining us later, the broadcast, Mark Wilson, PGA Rules official. We'll get his thoughts on a fantastic champion and John Rahm. Fiery, doesn't have a weakness in his game. And also, uh, Tiger Woods, uh, take a year off, man, dude. Take it. You, uh, but to tell a competitor you, you, should, you should walk away, it's why Michael ended up in a wizard uniform, right? If you want to join in our Bushlight huge question of the day, what was your go-to TV sport of choice this past weekend? You can answer that on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, the HUGE Show on Facebook. Also opt in on the HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. Dan Elvey, former Tigers front office executive, will get his thoughts. On the Tigers, man, I'm trying to find some positives. I really am. I, I just keep going back to how many of... The Tigers' current roster would play for a team they just played Boston. You count down the list, and I have a tough time getting past uh, two position players and maybe one pitcher. So we'll talk baseball uh, with LV coming up next. It is a Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Always use code HUGE when you sign up uh, to get the promo hookups, and you can make a pregame money line bet on any NBA playoff game and score $150 in bonus bets on your $5 bet if your team wins. Just use that code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. Life as a grown-up. Not what you thought it would be, right? The meetings, the stress, the boredom, and that one big question. Does any of this matter? Then you became a cop. Not what you thought it would be, right? The pride, the honor, the love for the brothers and sisters who serve with you. The family who reminds you how much you matter. Being a cop. Not what you thought, right? Just what you needed, I guess. Visit MichiganPoliceChiefs.org. Have you ever played golf at Tullymore, St. Ives? Have you experienced a stay-and-play package in Canadian Lakes, Michigan, less than an hour north of Grand Rapids? Well, here's what you need to do if you want to take advantage of great deals right now. Go to TullymoreGolf.com. That's TullymoreGolf.com, and you'll see the link for packages, accommodations, dining, meetings, weddings, events, and so much more, and especially golf on the 18-hole layout at Tullymore and the 18 holes at St. Ives and they can accommodate any group whether it's two people getting together or 200 looking for a weekend or an overnight celebration that includes a little business, golf, great food and beverages just go to TullymoreGolf.com that's TullymoreGolf.com they're located in Canadian Lakes, Michigan less than an hour north of GR get more info at TullymoreGolf.com we played for the thrill. That rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver. 
Now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soren Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Moneyline Monday. Bushlight, huge question of the day. What was your go-to sports on TV over the weekend? Most people commenting at Huge Show on Twitter, the Huge Show on Facebook, and also on the Huge Text Chain of the Masters. Tiger Baseball still getting some interest. They're the Tigers. They, again, they've given us so much. I don't care what, you know, generation you are. So if you were 10, 11, you know, back in 2006 through 2013, I know it's it's a long road. It's a total re-rebuild. And Alex Avila fooled us. And then things on their minor leagues and their hitting instruction, workouts, for pitchers, a lot of injuries. Some of that is just bad timing. The other side of that is just bad coaching. Bad people in charge. And I don't mean in terms of who they are, but in terms of baseball knowledge. Three more years now, another rebuild. I, what do you do? You know, because I, I always play, and I've done this with my kids when they're playing games to. Any team I watch, I play how many of our guys or girls would start for the other team, right? Just like watching the Red Sox and Tigers over the weekend. I was at opening day, you know, with our winner, Jim Higgins, on the home and away contest. Opening days, plural. How many Tigers would start for the Red Sox? Just how could cross right, you know, the go through the tunnel, go into their locker room, and start for the Tigers. Mm. <laughs> Riley Green? Maybe? How many of their pitchers in their rotation would immediately be a part of the Red Sox rotation? None? How many relievers? Again, an arm situation. Oh, there easily could be a couple guys for the bullpen. But that that tells you where they're at. You can play that game. Do it when you go watch your kids play club sports, Little League, whatever it is. You look at the other guys. You look at your guys. How many of our guys will play for them? And you can forecast a likely outcome. And, and what do you do now? You're the Tigers. You have your farm system. Don't tell me about another draft. 
because the baseball draft can't turn around teams like the NFL draft can, and even at times the NBA draft, because that high draft pick process isn't working for the Pistons, and now they're done with Casey. Dan Elvey is a former Tigers front office executive, one of our Tigers insiders. We missed him last time. We were just crazy busy. I think we were on a remote or something. Uh, he's standing by on the Meyer guest line. And, Dan, I'm looking at the Tigers. You know, I I know you, there's no need to push the panic button, but, you know, I, I'm trying to figure out what, you know, the Houston series gave me some hope. You know, it did that. I'm like, all right, maybe these guys are major leaguers, and Veerling was a great pickup. But I'm looking at a team now that's 2-7, and seven, and they've given up 62 runs in nine games. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Bill. Yeah, there's there's just not much good to say about the current situation. Two and seven. The last time the Tigers started two and seven was when Miggy was uh his first year with the Tigers. It's been that long. But but you're absolutely right and we've discussed this uh, together in the past. Uh, you know, this has not been a, a, a really competitive team since 2013. That's 10 years, Dan. That's 10 yeah. years. No, it has. And that, you know, I still remember uh, that game against the Red Sox in Boston when the Tigers had, what, a 4-1 to one or 5-1 to one lead in the eighth inning and ended up losing that game oh, and, and, and ended up losing that series. Who they put? Who they, who they, well, Scherzer said he couldn't go anymore. I think Verlander took himself out of a game, too, or got taken out, didn't want to. Scherzer says he was gassed. Uh, you know, I, was, well, but, was it, was it Veras? Who who'd they put in? The, did they put Jose Veras? Was it Veras? Who who they put in for the bullpen that just stunk it, was it Valverde, up? Valverde, wasn't it? I mean, uh, it was. Uh, I forget who it was. Maybe it was, it was Valverde, the big, the big right-hander. Right? Oh gosh, all those uh, that those bullpens. Jason Propane Grilly, remember I used to call him that. <laughs> yes, yes, I do. And then he turns around and goes to the Pirates, and he was great. He was one of the best closers in the well, game. But the, the the point is, and I'm, I, I think you'll agree with me, is they have not been the same team since oh. losing that that uh, series in Boston, and um, and and it's a combination of factors. I, I, I the last time I was on your show, I talked about the fact that the Tigers have to survive and have to compete by using the the Major League Baseball draft. This is not a. a a, a club that has a ton of money. They won't spend on big-time free agents uh, like the Yankees and the Dodgers and the Mets. So they have to uh, win primarily through the draft and then fill in here and there through trades and, and mid-level free agents. Um, the problem the Tigers have had in recent years is that they, they have drafted poorly. They have not gotten great to drafts to keep this team competitive. Now, I was encouraged to, over the weekend that it appears to me that Riley Green and Torkelson, the two young guys that the Tigers have in their lineup, appear to be, to, to me, legit major league uh, players that they could, they could do something for this club. But uh, outside of them, there's not much on the offense. So, I mean, you, scope is... Uh, is now a, a platoon player. Baez, you heard about how I feel about him as being a bust. I still think he is. Uh, Miggy, Miggy is, again, everybody loves Miggy, 
But this is a guy who's lost his power and is barely a 250 hitter, uh, although he does bring in fans uh, for the Tigers. So they don't have much offense with him. You know, the only other uh, bright light so far has been the catcher, Rogers. He's got two home runs. That leads the team. And uh, I like this Veerling. This Veerling, as you mentioned, uh, I like this guy. Uh, the guy that from Philadelphia, I think he's going to be a, a, a starter for this team, either uh, probably in the outfield, but he can play third base. Um, but again, you, you know, that's not a whole lot of offense. And uh, on top of that, you, you've got a pitching staff. The Tigers starters, fewest innings pitched so far in, in Major League Baseball. The starters mm-hmm. don't go get out of the fourth inning. They, they don't win games for you. And the uh, relief core is completely disorganized, as I see it. They lost four relievers from the team last year. And their relief earned run average, Bill, is over six. So you got starters that don't go past the fourth inning. You got relievers that give up a ton of runs, and you got an offense that basically doesn't score. So this is a brew for a, a bad uh, bad season, and I'm sorry to have to say that, but uh, you you uh, want me on your show to tell it like it is, and I'm telling it like it is. I, I, I agree with you. I, I think uh, Green Veerling. Uh, Kerry Carpenter and Torkelson look like major leaguers right now. And Rogers, right. I'm not sure if he's an everyday guy, but he's a platoon guy uh, with Haas. Uh, and But you need, uh, we're talking young guys there too. Uh, you need some of right. those veterans. Right. You need starters that eat up innings so your bullpen's not getting taxed and you're getting wiped out at home you know, by the Red Sox and you're 0-3 to start the season at home. Uh, you're stuck with who you are, what you have right now, and I'm really to the point that scope. There's no need to play him another inning, another at bat. Exactly. Re- release him and exactly. let let Kreidler play second. Let anybody, uh, you know, bring up uh, anybody from Double A AA to Triple A who you think might be major league ready, and see if you can get them season enough for 2024. That's where I'm at already on the Tigers. Well, and I agree with you, and, and the worst is yet to come. They start tomorrow in, in Toronto. That's the start of 31 consecutive games against teams with winning records from last year. Mm. I mean, how, how are they going to survive that? Well, look at Toronto, San Francisco, Cleveland, Baltimore, Milwaukee, Baltimore again, the Mets, St. Louis, Cleveland yeah. again, Seattle and then you get to Pittsburgh in the middle of May and Washington and Kansas City. You know, it lightens up middle of May, but this, right. this next month is murderers row. They they realistically could be something like 7-25 and 25 to start the season. That could very well be the case. Mm. I mean, they'll, they'll mix in a few wins, you know, like the, the surprise they did down in Houston. I mean, two out of three against the defending world champions. The Tigers actually played very good baseball. All three of those games, but uh, you know they ju- they just lack the depth and, and the ability to play consistently on that level, and it's re- it's really a shame. And again, you, you saw this coming with the new GM uh, coming in and, and kind of uh, not doing much over the off season, and uh, they're they're flat out rebuilding again here. And whenever you rebuild, that's a that's a that's a four-letter word for baseball fans because that means 
you're not going to be competitive, at least this year, when, when you're rebuilding. That's always Again, the excuse. Ten years. Looking for the future. Hmm. So. You're almost into that eight, eight years, uh, nine years of rebuilding. It's amazing. Dan Elvey, former Tigers front office executive, one of our Tigers insiders, and I do bring him on because he is willing to tell like it is. Dan, good stuff. Uh, keep watching the Tigers. We'll talk soon. All right, Bill. Always great to be on your show. Yeah, back at you. Dan Elvey checking in on the Meyer guest. Simon Meyer, proud to be longtime partners with your Detroit Tigers. So was it the Tigers? Was it Augusta? What was your go-to TV sports watching over the weekend? It's our Bush Light huge question of the day. 1-866-838-4843. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line. 1-866-838-HUGE. From Petoskey to Detroit, this show is huge. At Mercantile Bank, we believe supporting the communities we serve is a vital part of who we are. Our team is here to make a positive impact, a real difference, and we're always looking for leaders to join our team because we're not just a bank. We're a partner here to support what matters most. Come grow with us. Visit MercBank.com to learn more and let's support our community together. Mercantile Bank, member FDIC, equal opportunity employer. Get ready to swing for a good cause at Van Andel Institute Purple Community's 11th Annual Be Brave Golf Outing on May 6th at Thornapple Point in GR. With a shotgun start at 8.30 a.m., this is the event for all golf enthusiasts. Participate in an individual or foursome admission, all while having food and beverages provided. The best part is that 100% of the proceeds will benefit breast cancer research at Van Andel Institute. Register now at VAI.org. That's VAI.org. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Spend the money wheel and win up to $100,000 cash. Every Saturday in April from 5 to 11 p.m., one winner each hour will spin for the win and take home up to hundred grand. Whirl in for $100,000 money wheel only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway, reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. in Grand Rapids with special guests Bush and Another Day Dawns. See them live at Van Andel Arena May 16th. Get tickets now at Ticketmaster.com For more, visit BreakingBenjamin.com Get tickets now. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Nicolope Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Nicolope Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. You're 
We are back live across Michigan, 19 radio stations strong for the one close to you. Go to thehugeshow.net. I know two of our affiliates are ready for a game seven tonight in Saginaw. OHL hockey first round series. First time Flint and Saginaw have ever met in the playoffs. And there's a game seven win or go home tonight at the Dow Event Center. Goose Gosselin who runs the Saginaw Spirit Organization, just texted me and said only 500 to 600 tickets remain somewhere in that ballpark. So get them at SaginawSpirit.com and also the Dow Events Center. Yeah, 500 to 600 tickets remain for Game 7 tonight in Saginaw. Win or go home. How cool is that? It's been a phenomenal series, as Goose mentioned, back and forth and just really epitomizes what a rivalry and what two quality organizations can put on the ice and off the ice. So five, close to 550, 600 tickets remain for Game 7 tonight. Again, SaginawSpirit.com or the Dow Event Center in Saginaw. Big Bad Huge. is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. It's a Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app on the huge show across Michigan, and it's NBA playoff time. That means big hoops action on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. So get in on the action of every game with just a touch of a button on your mobile device, and new customers can make a $5 pregame Moneyline bet and score $150 in bonus bets If your team wins, just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use that promo code HUGE when you sign up. It is a Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app on the HUGE show across Michigan. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the huge show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the huge show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It's time to get together statewide. 19 radio affiliates are the one close to you. Go to thehugeshow.net. Also, whenever you're traveling on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show. And you can listen live and hear our podcasts, which are free and everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Superfly Hayes does a great job with those. Inside this hour, we'll get an update. On Michigan football, they are killing it on the recruiting trail. Harbaugh and his staff going to work. Chris Ballas with an update on Michigan football. And also Juwan Howard. Hey, Portal U. LSU women had nine transfer portal players. I don't know in basketball if you need the culture building for a one-year team that you would need in football. But Juwan Howard's answering the bell. 
after reportedly losing Hunter Dickinson, there's still a chance he could come back. Now I'm Hunter Dickinson. I see what he's put together. Do I come back? But I, I think he's going to take the Under Armour money is there at Maryland. There'll be big NIL cash. He'll get paid. I think he's going to get a shot in pro hoops. Probably play a lot of G League or play overseas. I don't know if he'll be an NBA player. I just don't right now. Same thing with Jed Howard and Kobe Bufkin. A couple years away, do you merge? Do you get stronger? The right team, timing, roster, depth, all these things. But I never fault anybody. And I've said this all along, long before the transfer portal and NIL. You're a college kid and you want some freedom to move and make some money. Hey, the coaches do it all the time and leave teams hanging and schools hanging. So what's fair is fair. It's created more like a pro atmosphere, but I'm fine with that. Sun still comes up in the morning and goes down at night. I like watching college sports. And if there's booster money that can go to paying NIL funds, but I go back to the Supreme Court O'Bannon Brothers issue. It was about using name, image, and likeness to get money, not pay to play. And that's what NIL has become. And the transfer portal, hey, go ahead, you get the right for the one-time transfer, but there can be rules attached. You can't transfer in conference. There's no way, after what Michigan did for Hunter Dickinson, and I get what he did for them, that he should show up back at Chrysler in a Maryland uniform if that happens. No way. Now, have rules. You can't transfer in conference. That's it. You can't. Well, coaches can. Coaches should have the same rules. You can't take another job in in the conference you were in. Just can't do it. Also, we're just joining us. We threw out our Bush Light. Huge question of the day. What was your go-to TV over the weekend? Was it Rom winning the Masters? The Tigers getting swept at home. Home opening series against the Red Sox. Tigers are 0-3 at home, 2-7 and on the year. Like Dan Elvey, one of our Tigers insiders said, he feels Riley Green and Torkelson look like major leaguers. I like Vierling. I like Kerry Carpenter. Rogers in a situational platoon thing. He's a better bat right now than Haas at the plate. Javi Baez is a colossal failure. Eduardo Rodriguez, those two signings have set Detroit back. Scope, you know, Miggy, God bless him. You know, he can hit around 250, 260. He gets the free pass here because he's Miguel Cabrera. But the foundation that I do like right now of Green, Torkelson, Kerry Carpenter, Matt Vierling gives me a little hope for the future, but tell me a starter that has any dominating stuff. Tell me somebody out of the pen who's dominating. I know it's nine games in. I get that. I mean, I do like... The Engler guy, he has kind of an attitude, and he has a 169 ERA in five innings pitched through seven games. I like Foley. You know, Matt Manning might be the best-looking starter. 
Boyd hasn't been bad, but again, who has that dominating stuff that you know when they're getting the ball, you have a great chance of winning? They got some guys that just don't look like major leaguers. Tyler Alexander, Garrett Hill, Cisnero, Wentz. I mean, they just don't look at they they don't look like major league arms. So we'll talk Tigers more before we're done. Frank Schwab, Yahoo.com will join us. Odell Beckham Jr. Signing with the Ravens, that has to mean that Lamar Jackson's going to play there. Okay, it has to. So we'll get the latest NFL headlines as we look ahead to the draft in Kansas City at the end of the month. Mark Wilson, PGA Rules official on the 2023 Masters and Rom winning that green jacket. He'll be by in less than 60 minutes. Right now, let's get the latest on University of Michigan football and basketball trends and updates and headlines. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com, the Michigan Insider, is standing by in the Meyer guest line. How you doing, my friend? Hey, Billy, doing great. Hey, uh, I'll give Juwan Howard credit uh, when, you know, all of a sudden Jed Howard's gone, Dickinson's gone, uh, Bufkin's gone. Uh, he, he's doing a good job in the portal. I think, he, you know, he's a good salesman, right? Yeah, I think that's, you know what, when you when you take, uh, there are two things with that. Caleb Love, uh, obviously an un- unbelievable talent when he's playing within the framework of a system and, he, and he's playing with his teammates and uh, with, with what they're asking him to do. But uh, you know what, when people say that, hey, uh, the, you know, North Carolina didn't want him back, then you kind of open up your eyes and you say, well, why not? And you wonder, okay, is that the best move for your program? But I don't think uh, Michigan can be picky at this point. And I think uh, it's going to be very interesting to see now what Hunter Dickinson does in response to that and Numari Burnett from Atlanta coming in or Alabama coming in. So um, we'll see if Hunter Dickinson chooses to come back to Michigan. We're hearing that's an option. So uh, that would create, at least on paper, a very talented team with Doug McDaniel and guys like that coming back. Joey Baker has decided to move on before he even found out about his waiver. So he's going to pursue a professional career. Um, there are always going to be moving parts in, in a program now uh, at this level. And it's hard to have stability in this day and age. And we're starting to find that out. So, But I do give him credit for going out there and getting some pieces. He's always gotten some in the portal. Uh, we can go back to Chandy Brown, Mike Smith, guys like that who have really helped them. Uh, but will it be enough to you know field a team that's going to be competitive in the Big Ten? That's what we need to see. So, But uh, it's certainly something to write about at this point. These guys all have to get through admissions. That's something else that people need to remember is that sometimes you know we've heard about kids coming in and then, well, they can't get through admissions, so they end up somewhere else like Terrence Shannon. So let's wait till the ink dries before we celebrate too much. It's same time it does provide michigan basketball fans some hope going into the offseason here i did see another michigan player won't be back uh joey baker decides not to come back to michigan for a sixth year in college basketball yeah i just mentioned that actually uh he actually chose to be uh chose before he before he found out about the waiver to move on so just something that he wanted to do was to pursue his his professional career so we wish him well great kid you know he would have been he would have been a bit player here and could have been backup depth on the wing but not a guy that you would look to as a starter for a program that's going to compete for a big 10 title also, Chris, uh, from the headlines at thewolverine.com, uh, your latest column from yesterday on Michigan football, and, and you did tease, could this 2023 Michigan defense be the best one Harbaugh's had since he took over at Michigan? 
Yeah, and I think it might be, and I think they think it can be. You look at the interior line depth, they've got four guys there. Uh, there are people in that building saying that, you know, that second string uh, could probably compete with most teams in the Big Ten on both sides of the ball, and that's saying something. you got guys like Gio El Hadi at guard who would start for most Big Ten teams and who I think can be playing at an all-conference level who's probably going to be a backup behind those two elite guards that Michigan has and Trevor Keegan and Zach Zinter. So if you look at the linebackers now with Ernest Hausman coming in from Nebraska, uh, they've got three other guys with Nakai Hill Green coming back, Junior uh, Junior Colson and Mike Barrett. Uh, they feel they're extremely deep there. And really the biggest question mark is the other corner position. There was a lot of talk about Amorian Walker. He's got a lot of work to do, but they like the way some of the other young guys have stepped up. they got a true freshman in Jair Hill, who I think by the middle of the year is going to be a guy that can probably potentially start. So, um, But the depth everywhere at safety, you go right down the list, you look at the tight end room, they love their tight end room with A.J. Barner coming in from Indiana to go with Colston Loveland. You look at the offensive line, two years in a row, Joe Moore award winner. You look at the receivers, uh, to me, there's not star power there, there's a lot of depth, and that's another area where you'd say, wow, uh, we need somebody to step up and be a thousand yard guy, but they've been winning championships without it, so it's really hard to say that, you know what, that they can't do it again if they don't get somebody like that. So they got a lot of pieces, and I guess uh, kicker as well with Jake Moody moving on would be the other one. I think that, um, that Tommy Doman's going to be a great punter, but uh, with field goals, you just don't know. And that could be, you know what, in tight games, that's often the difference. You look at Illinois last year, what Moody did, and uh, some of his huge kicks in the Ohio State game to, to help him stay within reach when Ohio State was playing well early. Those are the kinds of guys you need to win tight games. So those are the areas I think that really need to be addressed or shored up here going into the fall. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com, the Michigan Insider, checking in on the Meyer guest line. I also saw the latest on 3.com, college football industry top 25, Georgia, Alabama. This is 2024 class. Bama, or Georgia, Bama, Ohio State, Florida, Michigan, ND, Tennessee. Looks like South Carolina, Florida State, and Oregon make up your top 10, Michigan State, Checks in at 18, Penn State from the Big Ten at 12, and also Wisconsin at 19. Yeah, Michigan's only going to get stronger here in the next few weeks, Bill. Um, they figured it out. There's a sweet spot there with NIL that, uh, you know, even if you're not getting the, the support that you need from the administration, uh, they're doing a great job of telling these kids, hey, this is what other kids are making, this is what you're going to make, and they've got some boosters on board here that are giving, providing some opportunities for them, So, and it's working. There, There is a segment of kids out there that aren't just willing to go to the highest bidder. It's a smaller pool, but when you're winning titles, it's a lot easier to get to them, and they're starting to figure that out. So keep an eye on the offensive line. They're going to add some more to that here, I think, within the next week. And uh, a tight end in the state of Michigan, keep your eyes on him, Brady Priscorn, um, who is uh, one of the top 100 players in the country, really trending highly toward Michigan right now. So uh, really on fire and uh, and starting to get some traction with the 2025 kids as well. We're getting to the point in my life, Bill, where I'm just hoping to be alive to watch some of these kids play. You know what I'm saying? But uh, when you talk about 2025 and 26 graduates, but um, they are certainly doing the work on the on the trail right now. Where, where's a Michigan kid from? 
on the tight end. Well, high school uh, from Rochester. Yep. So um, keep an eye on him. He is. I got to tell you, if you're a tight end and you look at what Michigan's done with tight ends the last several years, going back to Zach Gentry, who did not, he went kicking and screaming as a quarterback to the tight end room when Jim Harbaugh said you're an NFL tight end, and when you embrace that, you know what? You're going to understand um, how big it is for you. And he said, if, if in the portal era, I read an article with him just a few months ago. He said, if the portal had been around where it was one year and I didn't have to sit out, I'd have been gone playing quarterback somewhere. He said, thank God it didn't happen because he said three or four times he tried to transfer. They talked him out of it. Now he's just signed another deal with the Pittsburgh Steelers and he's got a great career as a tight end. So that's a that's tight end you right now. Uh, Michigan knows what to do with their tight ends and they know how to use them and they're willing to use them and kids are taking notice. You also uh, retweeted from John Sanderson, who's a strength and conditioning guru for Michigan, known as Camp Sanderson uh, with basketball. And his son is ranked the number one freshman in Michigan, a point guard. Well, what high school is he playing at in the Ann Arbor area? Uh, he's in Celine. It wouldn't surprise me if he went to a prep school here or one of those uh, those basketball facts. He's so good uh, for his age. It's unbelievable. Even for you know, you wouldn't you wouldn't know that he was he was a freshman if you watched him play last year. He's just so confident with the ball and an unbelievable shooter. Put up 39 points at Chelsea, I believe it was earlier this year, and that's when I was like, all right, I need to start asking John about his kid because this is unbelievable. We'd already heard about him, but uh, just a down to earth kid from a great family and. Uh, I do know that obviously Michigan was his dream uh, growing up. I do think he's that level player, you know, three, four years down the road here yet. But um, this kid's special, and I uh, can't wait to see him play this spring and summer in the AAU ball. Yeah, Jonathan Sanderson, John's yep. uh, the strength and conditioning a guru for Michigan hoops. Uh, Jonathan is the number one ranked freshman in Michigan, a point guard, 6'2 uh, and a half. So uh, good luck to him. and. We'll see if he hangs around and uh, goes to Cam Sanderson, where he actually lives on a daily basis. Yeah, and I think, you know what, it's down the road, and lots of things can happen between now and then. But like I said, I do know, obviously, with your dad as the strength coach at Michigan, Michigan's going to be a dream for you. And uh, But he's going to have that opportunity, in my opinion. Watch, Look at his shooting range. Look at the way he gets to the rim. And to have that size as a point guard and, and the handles at his age uh, is special to watch. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com joining us on the Meyer Guest Line with an update on Michigan football and hoops. Chris, I appreciate your time, and we'll talk soon. Sounds great. Thanks, Bill. All right, Chris Ballas checking in on the Meyer Guest Line. And Meyer, proud to be longtime partners. From Grand Rapids. Oh, great. There I go. I hit the wrong button. Fade that out. I was getting ready to do the what's on tap, and <laughs> there we go, Billy. Yeah, it's Monday. It's a Monday. It's your birthday. It's a Monday. It's your birthday. Go, Billy. Press the wrong button. Press the wrong button. A reminder, you can stop by any brand, Steakhouse and Grill, Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. until 3 p.m. for that six ninety ninety. Six ninety ninety. Oh, it's Monday. Six ninety nine. Wow. Six ninety ninety. Six six nine ninety. Six ninety nine. Steakhouse burger basket and fries. And all brands steakhouse grills except for Tommy Brands on South Division 
in Wyoming. $6.99. Steakhouse Burger and Fries, Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. until 3 p.m. You'll find the brands in Bay City. Mike Brand, Jr. Liz Brand, Stegeheist, and Sean Stegeheist do a great job with that location in Bay City for our listeners on 100.9 FM. Mike Brand Jr. also has the brands in Caledonia, south of GR. They even have a drive-thru at that location at 100 and the Beltline, if you listen on 96.1 The Game out of GR. For our friends on WHTC in Holland, you'll find a brand steakhouse and grill on James near US 31. Johnny Brand Sr. has his location in Granville and Johnny Brand's on Leonard right off of 131 in downtown GR. And Mike Brand Sr. has the Brand Steakhouse and Grill and Cascade off of 28th Street, just east of Grand Rapids for the one close to you where you can enjoy that $6.99 Steakhouse Burger and Fries Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. until 3 p.m. Or watch your favorite game with happy hours twice a day. Again, all this happening at all locations except for Tommy Brand's on South Division in Grand Rapids. Go to Brands.com. That's Brands.com. Can't make it out? You can order up all your brand's favorites for pickup or delivery. Just go to brands.com. On the way, NFL headlines. We'll address those with Frank Schwab, Yahoo.com, NFL Insider. And we'll check in. What about Odell Beckham Jr. with the Ravens? Does that mean that Lamar is coming back? When are these deals going to get done? What about the Lions at 6-18 and 18 in the NFL Draft? Frank Schwab, Yahoo.com, national NFL columnist, will join us next. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. Breaking Benjamin, live in concert in Grand Rapids, with special guests, Bush. Another Day Dawns. See them live at Van Andel Arena, May 16th. Get tickets now at Ticketmaster.com. For more, visit BreakingBenjamin.com. Get tickets now. Huge year for my good friend Tom Rosenbach and his team at Bean Carter. They're one of America's top accounting and business firms. They're based in downtown Grand Rapids. And now they're stronger than ever before with their new partnership with Dorn Mayhew. Now, Dorn Mayhew is an east side firm. Now you get the west side of Michigan with Bean Carter. And whether you're a small business or big business, they can handle all of your accounting and business needs at Bean Carter. Just go to beancarter.com. That is B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. And I mentioned with their new partnership with Dorn Mayhew, they cover all of Michigan, the Midwest, and coast to coast. Find out how the pros at Bean Garter can help your business today. Go to beancarter.com. That is B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. And I know Tom Rosenbach and his team are so happy about their new partnership with Dorn Mayhew. We played for the thrill. That rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver. 
Now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soaring Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. Bigger than any box score, local sports are a victory for the entire community. Building up leaders, breaking down barriers, connecting generations, teaching integrity, blazing a trail, sparking our economy. That's why Meyer sponsors hundreds of local sports teams throughout the Midwest. From Little League to the Big Leagues, uniforms to stadiums, Meyer knows when we support the home team, we all win. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Huge show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Bushlight, huge question of the day. What was your go-to TV over the weekend? I think everybody, it had to be the Masters. Or you may have watched the Tigers, right? That would be my guess. You can answer that question. 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Locations all across Michigan. A local bank you can depend on and trust, and that's more important than ever before. Think Frank Schwab, Yahoo.com is standing by. Odell Beckham Jr. could have a ripple effect on multiple teams and maybe on Lamar Jackson's future. Now a Raven, big money deal, but they desperately needed somebody uh, that they could sign to kind of run out as a face of the franchise. RankShrobYahoo.com, National NFL Insiders, standing by here on the huge show across Michigan. Welcome back, my friend. How's it going? Uh, what would you take from Odell signing with the Ravens? I thought they definitely overpaid, but you know, uh, it's it's hard to go wrong with a one year deal. It's not going to be that bad. Like, I mean, no one year deal is really going to kill you. It, it's it's just what it is. Yeah, they overpaid, but there was no other way to get a, a, a top receiver this year. The, I mean, the Bears had to trade the number one pick to do it. I mean, uh, there's just nothing available. So, yeah, they overpaid a bit. And one way this makes sense of this helps kind of mend fences with Lamar Jackson. I mean, from all, all accounts, Lamar wanted uh, no, Beckham there. Maybe this helps, you know, thought at ice. And if look, if, if signing Odell Beckham to even a contract that's worth twice what he should be making right now ends up getting you Lamar Jackson back on some kind of a sane deal, then it's worth it. And people can roll their eyes at that, but it, it, this is about the franchise quarterback and making him happy and getting back to where you need to be with that because you, you don't want to start over a quarterback. I mean, I don't. Nobody's really given me a, a sufficient answer on who the Ravens' quarterback is on week one if it's not Lamar Jackson. They need to figure this out. 
So that's kind of how I look at it. If Look, I think Odell's still a good player. I mean, he showed that with the Rams. We'll see if he's healthy. I mean, we don't know. It's been a while since that Super Bowl when he hurt his knee. But we could see Odell Beckham was playing really, really well with the Rams. So I still think he has something left. And that, that side is fine to me. And it, it all comes back to just this lingering Lamar question. Hey, you got a Lamar question. You still have Rodgers. And I don't know if that's going to be one of those that may last until it's uh, not as big of a salary cap hit for the Packers uh, in the June. Who knows? But for Odell to sign a deal that big, for the Ravens to give him that money, it, there has to be something where Odell, and I know they've said that they've talked with Lamar Jackson, that he knows Lamar is coming back. Yeah, I mean, I, that, that's the other side of this too, right? Like, I don't know that Odell Beckham necessarily signs up to – you know, catch passes from whatever random quarterback the Ravens would trot out there, right? Like, there kind of has to be some, I don't know if agreement is the right word, but some thought that hey, we're, this is going to be, this is going to be Lamar Jackson throwing me passes. I mean, we'll see. I, I don't think it's, it's not Tyler Huntley, I guess. I, but we'll see. I don't know if, uh, I don't know, but yes, if you're connecting dots, playing conspiracy theorists, whatever, you kind of almost have to feel like, okay, there, there's something more to this than just, you know, Dell Beckham getting a, a lot of money, which which he certainly did, but also that, that you can connect dots and say maybe this is maybe this is the first sign that, that Lamar is coming back. All right, so I, I believe now it will be that uh, Lamar will come back because there aren't a lot of options. Seriously, if you look across yeah, the no, NFL no, no, landscape, no. <laughs> right? <laughs> The funny thing is, like, Lamar Jackson needed one team to offer him. And then everything opens up because all of a sudden the Ravens have to make a real decision. And Lamar has an offer on the table, obviously, which is going to be a very good offer. It had to be the Falcons or Washington or or the the Lions or whoever was going to do it. And he couldn't even get that one offer. And, I mean, I don't know what's going on exactly. It confuses me. I get some of the reasons. I don't get all of the reasons. But the fact is... I mean, Lamar could be upset about it if he wants, but it, but for whatever reason, the truth is, the only real suitor right now is the Baltimore Ravens, and they want him. They, I mean, they've been very clear. I mean, John Harbaugh has spoken about it often that they want him back. They they just want to pay, you know. I mean, the, the, a ridiculous contract, and maybe Lamar earns that. I don't know. I have no problem with Lamar asking for the world right now because I think he's got to be looking at Deshaun Watson saying, "I'm a better player than that guy, and I'm not a creep." What's the deal here? Why can't I get a better contract than Deshaun Watson? But the fact is he can't. He He's not able to. What's the best offer he can get? And it still comes back to him kind of mending fences and re-signing with the Ravens and making that work. So I think that that's, that's you're, you're right. It's the only option right now. There's there's nothing else out there that's happening for Lamar Jackson. So it's it, it kind of stinks for him, but he's, he's kind of got to figure it out and and figure out how to kind of coexist with a team that he hasn't been too happy with the past year. I'm surprised he didn't talk to Odell and said, hey, let your agent take over for me and let's get a deal done uh, with the Ravens. Seriously, (laughs) not having an agent, especially at the superstar level, Omar Jackson. And I I don't know if there's a, you know, if you don't have a second bid or negotiations are tough in anything, whether it's a house or you're selling your car or whatever, or you're at the mega superstar level of Lamar Jackson. Speaking of superstars, uh, I mentioned that it may be waiting until whatever date. I'm not a salary capologist. Would be the least amount of money uh, the Packers would have to eat or against their cap. Uh, the Rodgers uh, delay. Uh, what do you think's there, if anything? I think, and I think we've talked about this that 
I just think both teams think they have leverage, and they do, but both teams are also desperate. It's a weird situation where it's legitimately true that that both teams should feel like they have the leverage, but both teams also know the other is desperate. I, the Packers have to get this done now. They they can't bring Rodgers back. Like this is done. They've burned that bridge. I think. I don't. I don't know that you could just be like the trade's off. You're coming back, Aaron. Whatever. I don't think that works. And I don't think for the Jets, there's no plan B. There's if they lose out on uh, on Aaron Rodgers right here and just finally the Packers are just like, no, we're walking away from this deal. Who's a Jets quarterback in week one? You cannot sell that locker room on Zach Wilson. You absolutely positively can't. So, But they have to be thinking, like, the Packers need to take this. We're, we're giving you probably probably not a first-round pick. It probably comes down to, from all the smoke we see, that the Packers want a first-round pick and the Jets are like, no, but we'll give you two seconds. The, the Jets have to be saying to themselves, there's no other market here for you. You're getting two seconds or whatever it is for a 38-year-old quarterback. 39, I think it actually is. You need to take this deal. And the Packers are probably saying, you need a quarterback. We know you're not going with Zach Wilson. We're, we're smart here, too. We know this. So it's just a stare down. It's going to happen, and it has to happen before the draft. Like, if we get past the draft and it hasn't happened, then we can start sounding alarms because all of a sudden it's like, well, you, you know, the Packers are going to wait here like, for these picks? I, I don't know that they would do that. So I, I don't know. But I do just assume it's going to get done because both sides have a lot of motivation to get it done. Yeah, and I agree before the draft because then the Jets, you're, you're saying, okay, what do we do? I mean, uh, who's our quarterback? Think about that. Think about the Jets with all in on Rodgers, and there are no second bidders for Lamar Jackson. How crazy is that, right? Right, right. I mean, it's just it's been kind of a weird off season that way. As far as some of these, some of the quarterback movements, some of the teams that are just saying legitimately, just with a straight face, saying. Yeah, we're good with Desmond Ritter. Yeah, we're good with Sam Howell. Like, what? What are we doing? Like, what are you talking about? Like, no, you're not. You're you're probably not as good as you think you are. So, it has been a bit of a strange situation this uh, this off season with the quarterback carousel. It will be interesting with the draft. Uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, how coveted are those quarterbacks? And everybody has a, a mock draft, and will four quarterbacks go in a row? Has the stock dropped? Uh, what about Jalen Carter? Anderson, no one's talking about him from Alabama. It's going to be really interesting, uh, those first six picks, including the Lions at number six, and what happens with the QBs. Frank Schwab, Yahoo.com, National NFL columnist. Talk of Lamar Jackson, Aaron Rodgers, and the draft here on the Huge Show across Michigan. I do appreciate your time, my man. Absolutely, I appreciate it. All right, uh, Frank Schwab checking in on the Meyer guest line. And Meyer, proud to be longtime partners. With our local NFL franchise, your Detroit Lions. All right, the Pistons aren't in the NBA playoffs, and also Dwayne Casey, according to reports, has been moved to the front office probably just to write out a contract. You know, we we talked about rebuilding, and we've watched it with the Wings. Now with another coaching staff, we're seeing it with the Tigers, who sit at 2-7. and We talked to Dan Elvey earlier. They look three, four years away. Wings don't look far away. If they just get some men on the blue line, and I appreciate how feisty they've been here at the end of the season, right? But they need some experienced NHL, at least one or two all-star like caliber type guys who are tough on the backside. That's what they need on the blue line. But yeah, you look at the Wings, you look at the Lions who have done a 
amazing job with Holmes, the front office, and you, uh, the coaching staff, the talent, golf, step it into the leadership. Lions are there. So what's the problem with the Pistons? Yeah, you lost Cade Cunningham for the whole year, and does that cost you 10 wins? I don't know. Cade doesn't play any defense. I haven't seen him play a lick of defense in the NBA. I know the Pistons tried to play some at the end because all of a sudden the owner's going to be around and we got to show up. Casey just never connected. He did well with a veteran-oriented team in Toronto when he was surprisingly let go. You're the Pistons. Why? You're going to get another high draft pick. That's not the way to do it. And then you get caught in the catch-22 that solid veteran free agents don't want to join you until you're ready to win. And that's where the Lions have already gone in two years. I think the Wings are going there with their young talent. Well, what veteran free agent outside of guys who wanted big deals and Tigers overpaid for Baez and Rodriguez, right? Eduardo and Javi. The Lions now, guys want to come play. They Guys want to stay on that team. They take less money, shorter deals. They know the Lions are close to going to those two Super Bowls in five years that I have predicted. And then somebody asked me on opening day down in Detroit, well, are they going to win one? I said, no. I said, they're going to go to two. I can't predict that. So back to the Pistons in the NBA. They're not in the playoffs, but it is NBA playoff time. And the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA Uh, They have a huge offer for my listeners right now. New customers who download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code HUGE when they sign up can make a $5 pregame Moneyline bet and score $150 in bonus bets if your team wins. Plus, everyone on the DraftKings Sportsbook app can score a no-sweat, same-game parlay every day During the NBA playoffs, open the DraftKings Sportsbook app and place the same game parlay on any NBA game. And if it doesn't hit, you'll get a bonus bet back up to $10. So just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code HUGE when you sign up. And like I said, new customers can make a $5 pregame Moneyline bet and score $150 in bonus bets if their team wins. That's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and only when you use code HUGE when you sign up. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Opt-in required. One bonus bet issued based on amount of initial losing NBA bet. Eligibility wagering and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball terms. To the callers online, stick around. Michigan will hear you next. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Godsmack, live and in your face. Friday, May 26th at Soaring Eagle Casino, plus Bad Wolves. And same show, same night, Bullet for My Valentine. Tickets start at $28 on sale now at the Soaring Eagle box office or etix.com. Party hard, rock harder. Godsmack, May 26th, part of the Soaring Eagle Summer Outdoor Concert Series. 
Get ready to swing for a good cause at Van Andel Institute. Purple Community's 11th Annual Be Brave Golf Outing on May 6th at Thornapple Point Golf Club in GR. It's a day of fun for all golf enthusiasts and proceeds benefit breast cancer research at Van Andel Institute. Register at VAI.org. At Mercantile Bank, we understand that different businesses have different needs. That's why our team of business specialists take the time to understand your business, your goals, and your objectives. We provide tailored solutions and innovative products, all delivered locally. So when you're ready to work with a partner who understands your unique business needs, call us. We're here and ready to put the wheels in motion. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com slash business, and let's make dreams a reality. Member FDIC. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. We might have just come out with our most refreshing Nicolo Ultra Organic Seltzer yet. It's called the Essential Collection. It's made with coconut water and real fruit juice. So it's always going to have a real refreshing fruit taste. Can refreshing get any more refreshing? Yep, it can and it just did. Nicolo Ultra Organic Seltzer. Made with coconut water and real fruit juice for superior taste. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Nicolo Ultra Organic Seltzer. IRC Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. We are back live across Michigan on a Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Always use code HUGE when you sign up to get the promo hookups. Goose Gosselin just told me that they're down to about 500 tickets remaining tonight for Game 7 at the Dow Event Center. OHL first round hockey playoffs. First time ever that Flint and Saginaw have met, and it comes down to a game seven tonight. Every game has been electric. Flint and Saginaw have a long history of sports rivalries, mostly at the high school level. But tonight, you can see that game seven, about 500 tickets uh, remain. Dow Event Center box office, SaginawSpirit.com. The winner moves on in the OHL playoffs. There's no loser tonight. There's two winners. But only one team can advance. Goose seems nervous because he's texted me 43 times in 17 minutes. Kind of like Superfly said. I go, oh, oh, my son's bubbling me. Probably asking, hey, I'm hungry. And he goes, oh, I know about bubbles. When you bubble me and I see a name and there's just bubbles and the bubbles are going on for a good two minutes. Is he writing another War and Peace text to me about his expectations for the show? I've had six beers. I'm going to tell him what I feel. Ah, the bubbles on a text relay. 
They're bubbling. What are they going to say? They're bubbling. Will she go out with me, yes or no? It's bubbling. Yeah, so check out that Game 7 if you're in the Flint, Saginaw, Bay City, you know, Northern Genesee County, uh, Midland area. Uh, Dow Event Center is going to be rocking tonight. Tickets available while they last right now at the Dow Event Center box office and also at SaginawSpirit.com. And thank you to both franchises. They've been longtime friends of the HUGE show and the Michigan Sports Network. I had somebody say, what are you talking about minor league hockey? Hey, I talk about the Griffins all the time. They're friends with the show. You forget that I have a statewide network, 19 stations, so we have 100.9 FM, our longtime partners. They're right inside Dow Diamond, home of the Great Lakes Loons, the Dodgers High A affiliate, the Midwest League. You ever want to see a great ballpark, get to Midland and check out Dow Diamond. So we've been to Flint and the new, newly renovated Dort Financial Center and the Dow Event Center suite. And Goose Goslin and the crew, they all do a good job. Both, both franchises are well run. And I'll work with good people any day of the week. So my guess is within the hour, if not sooner, those tickets will be sold out. Go to Saginaw. Spirit.com or the Dow Event Center box office in Saginaw. Get your tickets. It's game seven tonight. It's Goose Fest. Goose loves a game seven. Saginaw, Flint. I wish I could make it there, but I'm here. They're there. But we have affiliates. Sports Extra 1330 in Flint and 100.9 FM in the Midland Bay City, Saginaw area. Mark Wilson, PJ Rules official, his final thoughts on another great Masters week in Augusta, Georgia, even though the weather in Michigan Saturday and Sunday was better in terms of temperatures Saturday and Sunday than Augusta. And the golf courses are getting filled up. Tullymore opens up on Friday. Our friends from the North Kent Golf Course in Rockford and Grand Rapids, my favorite local hangout, all good. Now, tell him more Friday's opening day. Matt Golden and the team are excited. Get a tea time. This weekend said what? 79 Friday into the 70s all weekend long. Go to tellymoregolf.com. Now, our podcasts are free, so if you miss any huge opinion, interview, hour, or full show, just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. And you can catch up and listen on your schedule. Big. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. It's a Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app on the huge show across Michigan. And it's NBA playoff time. That means big hoops action on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. So get in on the action of every game with just a touch of a button on your mobile device. And new customers can make a $5 pregame Moneyline bet and score $150 in bonus bets. If your team wins, just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use that promo code HUGE when you sign up. It is a Money Line Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app on the HUGE show across Michigan. 
Lions. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the huge show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the huge show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1 866 838 HUGE. That's 1 866 838 4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It's hour number three on this Moneyline Monday. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. He had a chance to get out and hit the golf ball on Saturday up in North Kent. We'll be at Tullymore before you know it. Matt Golden, the CEO, told me Tullymore is ready to open up on Friday. Weather is supposed to be fantastic this weekend. Book your tee time right now at TullymoreGolf.com. They're less than an hour north of GR. Speaking of golf... Mark Wilson, PGA Rules official, also part of the prestigious Ferris State University PGA Golf Management Program. He'll join us in a few moments. We'll get his thoughts on John Rahm winning the green jacket on Sunday night at a blustery Augusta place where Grand Rapids, Michigan, and at least the west side of the state had better weather than Georgia. Ah, people are all moving up from Georgia to Michigan. The weather's better in West Michigan. So we'll talk about the Masters. Graham Couch will join us in about 25 minutes. His thoughts on Mel Tucker and MSU's spring football game. I will say that Spartan football has like zero street conversation. And that's off a bad year. And the fact, I'll be honest, and I know a Michigan State fan doesn't want to hear it, you're dwarfed by what Michigan has done the last two years in beating Ohio State twice, winning two straight Big Ten championship games, and going to the Final Four two years in a row. Michigan State football is not a topic of conversation in this state. It isn't. Maybe amongst football coaches. It's just not right now. And Mel Tucker doesn't do the circuit and go on and do the interviews like Izzo will go everywhere. And I mean on Zoom and on the phone and talk about his program in season and out of season. Mel Tucker doesn't do that. He runs his Spartan football program like Alabama or Georgia. Which again, if you can get to that level, more power to you. But their spring game is coming up, spring scrimmage, whatever you want to call it. And we'll preview that throughout the week. Hey, when coaches don't come on, I don't stop talking about the schools. I don't have any agendas. At least none that I talk about on air. (laughs) You have any agendas? No. No. None that I want to share publicly. None at all. So if you want to join us, you can chime in on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Bushlight, huge question of the day. What was your go-to TV over the weekend? Was it the Masters? Was it the Tigers? You tell me. Was it Dwayne Casey and the Pistons? Casey now reportedly, according to reports, moved to the front office. Uh, you know, we've talked about the rebuilds that were going on at the same time with the Pistons, Lions, Tigers, and Wings. Stevie Y, I see what he's doing. He just needs more toughness, more 
backside help in front of the net. I've said that for four years. And waiting just for young guys to blossom, man, that's a, that's a tall order in the NHL with all the teams in front of you. Lions are there. Lions, guys want to play for them. Players take less pay. It's legit. It's real. It's not hype. It's not hyperbole. Lions are ready to be one of the best teams in the NFC as Mr. Rogers goes to New York. Two Super Bowls in five years. Not two Super Bowl wins. I said two Super Bowls. I'm Keith Morrison. Tonight, Dateline presents Psycho Lions fan. Ah, the sleepy little hamlet of Ada, Michigan. Bill Simonson would wake up every day ready to go tell his 19 radio stations that the Lions were going to two Super Bowls in five years. But what happened next, you would never expect. I'm Lester Holt. Tonight on Dateline, Psycho Lions fan. <laughs> Keith Morrison, my favorite Muller. Or I said Muller. Oh my God! What am I? Am, uh, am I even here today? I called you Muller. Wow, that might be the first time I've ever. Maybe one other time. It's been one of those days. I think it's too nice of a weekend. I feel like I'm in Florida. Like I'm on vacation. Keith Morrison's favorite one for me, and I, I, I do the impression with my friends all the time, where he's talking to a convicted killer, right? And he's in the little glass, you know, the glass between him and the convicted killer in the jail. And he's like, so you're going to tell me that you had nothing to do with the brutal murder of that woman. No, I told you before, I had nothing to do with it. Well, I think a jury of your peers felt otherwise. <laughs> He's got his legs crossed. He's all like calm, cool, collective. Oh, my Lord. Let's go talk to Mark Wilson, PGA rules official. He has worked 66 golf majors, officiated 22 masters. His streak was broken, but Tiger Woods' streak continued. Uh, Mark was in studio last Friday, and we had great conversation during round two of the Masters, even though uh, weather caused a couple of delays. Mark is joining us once again on the Meyer Guest Line, ready to talk about an unbelievable comeback by Rahm, and he held off the pack. And I think the best story, and I, I think he's a fantastic champion, Mark, but Phil Mickelson, to me, was the story of the weekend. Well, no question, Rom is a great champion and was playing well. Uh, and so really, in the end, no surprise. Uh, if Rom obviously won, if Scotty Scheffler had won, that wouldn't have been a surprise. And if Brooks had held on, that wouldn't have been a surprise either. But uh, yesterday, I think that Phil and Jordan Spieth sort of played off each other. I think they really were comfortable with their pairing. The weather was good. And really, when you think about it, they, they didn't have anything to lose, and they could just go as low as they could. And I think it was quite a nice combination. And so now Phil becomes the oldest player to finish in the top five at the Masters at almost 53 years of age, runner-up 
And just think about if a couple of breaks had gone a different way, he might have won. Mark, uh, Phil in shape, the weight loss, like you mentioned, uh, he was really at ease. He wasn't defensive. He was honest about Liv and how much he respects uh, Augusta invited him back to play. But being a former champion, he's got that lifetime open invitation. But, uh, you know, the Liv golf tour from Kepka to Phil, uh, yesterday was good for golf. Or not just yesterday, I'll, I'll say the entire weekend was good for golf because away from the the pettiness or the lines in the sand, that it was just about the best golfers in the world over the weekend. And whether it was live golfers who all posted and done well, you know, look at Kepka and Phil or John Rahm, who's at the top of the PGA Tour in the golf world right now. It was just, it, it was about watching the best go at it for the most coveted prize in golf. Yeah, absolutely. And and as you mentioned, the live golfers certainly uh, performed well. Kepka couldn't hold on, which when you and I left the studio on Friday, uh, I, I don't think anybody would have expected that at 12 under, he'd end up at minus eight by the end of the tournament. I mean, that was quite stunning. But really, Mickelson, Patrick Reed uh, uh, played well as well, uh, especially yesterday. And you're right. I think some of the atmosphere that the media has built in these stories about the LIV tour were dispelled in a way by seeing the camaraderie among the players. The players don't really seem to care that much, do they? They respect the other players for their decisions. You know, everybody's got to make a decision in their life about what they want to do. And they really seem kind of at ease with each other over the weekend. Some of that is the tone that the, that the Masters tournament set. But this tone is going to continue, I think, at the PGA Championship, at the U.S. Open, and, and at the Open Championship. And John Rahm, who, who do you put him up against when you look at the great names in golf you've seen? And Mark Wilson, PGA Rules official, lives in West Michigan. He's worked 66 golf majors, part of the prestigious Ferris State University PGA Golf Management Program. Joining us here on the Huge Show, who's the comparable golfers you've seen in your lifetime to Rom? You know, he's um, he's a little bit fiery, so you'd give him that Seve uh, tag, and and it's hard not to, to just because of the the uh, Spanish lineage in terms of great golfers. Um, well, you know, we'll have to see too. This is his second major win. Uh, and he becomes the only European player to have won the Masters and the U.S. Open, which is really unique. Um, he's obviously physically big, uh, kind of got those broad shoulders like Greg Norman. And uh, so I, I think he's got uh, some different characteristics. I, I can't really pinpoint one player that I'd compare him to. Moving forward now, uh, Rahm, his career, uh, do you think he's destined for – a sustained greatness run? Well, he's certainly strong, and I wouldn't count out Kepka though, when you think about it. You know, since 2017, Brooks has won four majors, two U.S. Opens, and two PGAs, and I think really interestingly, he's been runner-up in four majors also. And that's really big, because look at somebody like Jack Nicklaus, 18 majors, runner-up in 19 majors. Or somebody like Phil, runner-up in six U.S. Opens. But back to Rom, 
Uh, certainly, he has seems to have the drive. Uh, he he's he's hungry, competitive. He's physically strong, and uh, he could be on quite a run. But but I do think we're in for a lot of really good majors. When you think about, you just look down that leaderboard, Bill. There wasn't a name missing except for the three that missed the cut: Justin Thomas, Bryson, and Rory. But you go the rest of the way down that leaderboard. And the future of golf was on that leaderboard and a little of the history of golf with Phil Mickelson. Uh, By the way, uh, the 2023 Masters Prize money, purse payouts, winnings for ROM, uh, record $18 million pool. $18 million. Wow. Yes, well, and the Players' Championship was worth twenty. And these majors, these majors are obviously going to increase in terms of uh, the prize money available uh, for a lot of reasons, but obviously to continue to attract the top players. Yeah, how about Rami got $3.24 million, uh, for winning the Masters, which is a jump on Scheffler, last year's winner, uh, by $630,000. Wow. It was six- Six hundred and thirty thousand, by the way, was about what Sam Snead won in his lifetime. Yeah, second Mickelson and Brooks. Wow, each got yeah. one point five nine four million. Yeah, for runner up, tied for runner up. Third got one point two, one point two million plus. You know, twenty four thousand. Fourth place, which was a tie. Between Spieth, Reed, and Russell Henley, each got seven hundred forty-four thousand. If you go all the way down, uh, see Heath Gala, who had that unbelievable chip in. Uh, he finished ninth and got five hundred twenty-two grand. Just think about that. A lot of people would like to have earned that in a lifetime. Oh my lord! I, you go down to the the bottom of, of guys who just showed up and made the cut, right? Yes. Is that uh, Charles Schwartzel and Freddie Couples got $45,360 each. Yeah, and it wasn't long ago that was about 10000 So even that's increased pretty exponentially. Yeah, you know, that, it might mean, Bill, right. Bill, I'll meet you on the lesson team. We'll continue to work on your game. Mm, no, and Bennett was an amateur, so uh, he doesn't get anything, but he, he missed out on a – a big payday uh, as well, but I think he has a bright future on the PGA Tour, the fifth-year senior at uh, Texas A&M. Wonderful uh, weekend of golf. Wow, look at that, man. That's some 18. Well, they're trying what what they're doing, and this has been a, and this goes back to the live guys, which finished tied for second, that they knew they needed to ramp up their money because they didn't want to lose any more golfers to the Live Tour. And it's kind of like Kepka. You can say what you want to about the Live Tour, but over the course of seven days, with the $4 million he won at the Orlando Live Tour stop, plus you mix in what he won at Augusta, uh, he took home over $5.5 million for seven days. Well, it'd be 10 days peeling back to the start of the live tournament. So less than two weeks of work. Two full weeks if you mix in practice rounds. Uh, Brooks Kepka, uh, who won Orlando, finished second after blowing the lead to Rom, took home over $5.5 million. Mm. It, yeah, that's, uh, it's incredible, isn't it? The, the, the money that, uh, that they play for. And yet... 
you know, a lot of them are still, obviously they're playing for great prize money, but they still all want to compete. I mean, I think this is going to be quite a memorable Masters when when you think about it in terms of all the things that happened. This might be a milestone in Tiger's career. Freddie Couples making the cut, at the oldest player to make the cut. Mickelson's finish. Brooks's sort of, I wouldn't call it a collapse, but he certainly didn't play very well on the weekend. And then maybe the new era of John Rahm. Really, really a lot of interesting storylines this weekend. Also, another storyline that happened on Saturday, Will Zalatoris had season-ending back surgery. One of the rising stars on the PGA Tour uh, will miss the remainder of the 2022-2023 PGA Tour season. So he had uh, consulted his doctors, and uh, he went through surgery on Saturday, and he hopes to return fully uh, next season. So there you go, Will Zalatoris. You know, back, sir, you get back issues when you're a golfer. Uh, that, that Again, medical technology. Look at Tiger, able to walk. He has plantar fasciitis. And, you know, one thing, we talk about Tiger all the time, and Mark Wilson, PGA, Tour Rules official, lives in West Michigan. He's joining us, one of our PGA and LPGA insiders. I know we talk about Tiger, but he has that look like, how much longer are you going to keep doing this when you don't have to. And that's not a well, knock on him. Didn't, it certainly felt that way about 3 o'clock Saturday afternoon when you watched him in the rain and you watched him and he could barely walk. And, Bill, this plantar fasciitis is a new story. I haven't heard. I mean, I was aware of the leg surgery and everything else, but plantar fasciitis can be so painful and there's not really a cure. You have to tape your feet and you have to take an anti-inflammatory but it can really be brutal. And when you look at him walk in that cold rain, uh, it, it was it was really sad. I mean, I, you could just feel for him. I, he looked like he was in agony. Plantar fasciitis, I had it back in the late 90s. Uh, hurt my foot playing basketball. And it was four months before I could play hoops again. It was like somebody cut your heel. Uh, and it was, I had to be on crutches for two weeks. Uh, that you couldn't even put pressure on it. So it's not easy. You have to wear an orthotic, which I assume he is in a shoe. I'm not a podiatrist, but I did stay at a Holiday Inn Express right up there by Ferris State University where Mark Wilson is part of the PGA Golf Management Program, an illustrious, decorated teacher of future PGA pros and a golf historian like no other. Uh, Mark, I appreciated the in-studio golf conversation. Today's Look back at the Masters, and we'll talk soon. Bill, it was a pleasure, and uh, it was a beautiful day. I've been outside all afternoon in the, our practice area and uh, with the students. It's been great. Look at that. A practice area was still... Let's go outside, guys. We're going to go outside and work. We're going to work on our chipping. Yeah, you guys got a tough job up there at the Ferris State University PGA Golf Management Program. Thank you, Mark. My pleasure, Bill. Talk to you soon. Yeah, total pro, on and off air. All class. People who know Mark, you know what I'm talking about. I do have a message from my friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. So the NBA playoffs are here. And if you want to get in on the action, this is for new customers who download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code HUGE when they sign up can make a $5 pregame money line bet and score $150 in bonus bets if their team wins. 
It's simple and easy. Plus, everybody on the DraftKings Sportsbook app can score a no-sweat, same-game parlay every day during the NBA playoffs. Open the DraftKings Sportsbook app. This is for everybody uh, who has DraftKings downloaded on their phone. Opt in and place a same-game parlay on any NBA game. If it doesn't hit, you'll get a bonus bet back up to $10. So download the app now. The DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use code HUGE when you sign up. And new customers... Then can make a $5 pregame money line bet on any NBA playoff game and score $150 in bonus bets if your team wins. That's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and only when you use code HUGE to sign up. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Opt-in required. One bonus bet issued based on amount of initial losing NBA bet. Eligibility, wagering, and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball terms. We'll get an update on Michigan State spring football game that's happening this weekend. Graham Couch from the Lansing State Journal and a co-host on the Couch and the Rube podcast will join us next. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. In the Den with Dan Dickerson. DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and use code HUGE for a special offer when you sign up. That's code HUGE, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. I've seen a lot of box scores in my day, but never seen one like the one we saw Saturday in Madison, Alabama. Game between the Rocket City Trash Pandas and the Chattanooga Lookouts. The Trash Pandas no-hit the Lookouts and lost 7-5. to Seventh and final inning went a little like this. Walk, walk, pop out, walk, strike out two outs. Walk, one run scores. Error, three runs score. Hit batter, hit batter, and another hit batter. Walk, wild pitch, another hit batter, the fourth, and then mercifully a strikeout. Seven runs on four hits, an error, four hit batters, and a wild pitch, and no hits. Lookouts win seven to five. Further proof, you just never know what you're going to see when you go to the ballpark. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, High School Sports, MHSAA.TV. That's MHSAA.TV. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. The 1-2. Right side. 
Hey, sports fans, here's a hanging curveball that you can knock out of the ballpark. This is Matt Shepard, the voice of Detroit baseball, inviting you to step up to the plate at Eagle Casino and Sports, the mobile sports book where you can bet on all your favorites all year round, including, of course, our national pastime. So download the app and start winning today. Eagle Casino and Sports, made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 years or older and in Michigan to play. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back live across Michigan. Monday broadcast heard on 19 radio stations. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Bush Light, huge question of the day. What was your go-to sports on TV this past weekend? Had to be the Masters, probably Tigers, for those of you listening in Michigan. 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line. They have locations all across Michigan. They're a local bank you can depend on and trust, and that's more important than ever before. 1-866-838-4843. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook, and opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text word HUGE to 21000. Let's go talk about Michigan State spring football game and the state of Spartan football with Coach Tucker. Graham Couch, Couch in the Roo podcast host, also opinion maker in the Lansing State Journal and on his Twitter feed is standing by on the Meyer guest sign. Welcome back, Graham. Thanks for having me, Bill. I mentioned earlier in today's lineup and broadcast that, you know, Michigan State football doesn't have a lot of street talk in this state. And I think part of that is when you have a season where you underperformed and there's not a lot of star power. Kenneth Walker was off to the NFL, and there's just not a lot of talk about Spartan football outside of those, you know, coaching and football circles. And you have what Michigan has done the last two years has kind of dwarfed everything. Michigan State. Your thoughts on Mel Tucker from what you witnessed last season to this off season, and what the focus has been on spring ball as they move towards another year of Spartan football. Yeah, I mean. I- I think without question, you know, last year is one of those years that sort of humbles the program, right? And it it forces a fan base to sort of, uh, you know, go back in its shell and then figure out where things actually are. Um, and, you know, I, I think that was probably good in one sense because what they produced the year before going 11-2 and two wasn't really true to where the program was in terms of depth of talent and roster health and recruiting and, and all that stuff. And so that created sort of a false expectation. And, and when you have a year like last year, I think it refocuses people. I think there's the, the swagger is gone a little bit. Um, but there, there are some things that I think are where they're in better shape than a year ago. And they're obviously healthier up front on the offensive line. When they started last spring, they had like, Six, seven guys they were playing with on the offensive line. Now they're at, they were at 19 at the beginning of the spring. I think that's. I mean, you're just able to, uh, you know, you're just able to actually compete and practice in a different way. I think they, um, you know, they still have they have you know they have a competition that's, that's open at quarterback, which was probably needed. 
uh, after last year. And, and Peyton Thorne may still win that job, but it's not guaranteed to be his sort of the way it was a year ago. Uh, and I, I think there are a lot of guys that defense has been picked on for a couple of years that we'll see if they're ready to turn a corner. And I, I mean, I, I do think that what happened to them last year was probably more uh, akin to where they actually are as a program. And, and in that sense, it's healthy. Graham College, Lansing State Journal, Spartan Insider when it comes to everything Michigan State, joining us on the Meyer Guest Line. So where's this team at right now? Talent, depth, uh, coaching staff, looking ahead to the schedule in the fall of 2023. What would you say are in-house expectations there uh, on campus? What are realistic expectations? And where is there a lot of work needed between now and the start of the season? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that is the question. Where is the program, so to speak? What is, what is real and what is – I mean, I think the expectations are different for externally for a lot of different people you talk to. I mean, there are people who think that they ought to be close to where they were a couple of years ago in terms of competing near the top of the Big Ten. And the problem with that is if you just look at the program from a recruiting class standpoint and sort of where the key players are and, and, and where Mel Tucker is with his recruiting classes, the kids coming in last year, last season, the true freshmen were Mel Tucker's first real recruiting class. And so – that's where the program is. I mean, essentially, everybody else who's older and competing is either a D'Antonio holdover, came in as a Zoom recruit in a weird year in 2020, uh, or as a transfer, which is a great way to fill holes in a program, but not a great way to build a program. And so that, the, the program, to me, judgment day comes 2024, even 2025, in terms of, is this going to work under Mel Tucker? And I think that's hard for people to hear. But that's sort of where it is. I don't know if it's going to work under him or not, but I think you can't fairly judge what's in front of you until then. And at that point, you'll kind of know. This year, I mean, they've got some playmakers that I think give them a chance to be competitive. Um, they've got a guy like Keon Coleman, who I think can be a bona fide guy who can cause problems for any team, that, you know, and, and is a pro. Um, they should be a little bit more sturdy and, and deeper on the offensive line. The question for me is whether – the defense is ready to turn a corner. And, you know, that, that's been a group that has been a weakness for a couple of years. And it, can that group have something to hang its hat on? And uh, we'll see. I mean, they, they need something there where they're good at something. And they just haven't been. And, 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 I, and I don't know the answer to that yet. You know, is there an answer? Uh, it's an open quarterback battle. I mean, Mel Tucker didn't hide that fact. I don't know if it's a lack of confidence in Thorne or he wants his guy uh, in there, your thoughts, because it really all starts uh, with quarterback play and a strong defense. Uh, who do you think is the QB come game one this fall for Michigan State? Yeah, that's a good question. If I had to put money on it, I would guess it was Thorne. Um, that doesn't mean I think he'll necessarily finish the year. I think he'll have a shorter leash. But I think if you've got two guys who are relatively even, and you go with the younger guy, you're committing to that. And you're basically telling the older guy, we're, we're making the move. It's harder to go back to the older guy. And and I think it's easier to go with the, you know, if, if, if all things are equal and, and you think, and I think there is a sense that Peyton Thorne, you know, has a uh, probably a better uh, grasp of the whole offense in certain ways. And, and 
you know, a lot of last year. Look, I don't think he had a great year, but I also think he was playing with a with a short deck, so to speak, and it was a tough year to be a quarterback there. So, you know, he, he might still have another, you know, more to his ceiling, and, and I'm very curious which way they go. If you were, if they were sure they were going to go another way, and I don't think they are, you know, you'd almost want to do that by the end of spring, and you've got enough quarterbacks under scholarship. You would let somebody like Peyton Thorne find another place and uh, and kind of give him that respect. And but I don't think they're you know I, I, by no means do I think they're done with Peyton Thorne. And, and you got to remember, Peyton Hauser, they're very high on, is still just a redshirt freshman. And what it takes to master a, you know a fairly sophisticated college offense that's quarterback driven in a lot of ways. Um, so yeah, I, I think ultimately, if, if I had to bet right now, Thorne wins that job out of fall camp. Um, but I also don't think they'll let that position struggle and just leave it with that guy if that were to happen. Graham Couch, Lansing State Journal, opinion maker, Couch in the Rube podcast, co-host talking Michigan State football. Who are the playmakers on offense this year? Because a stagnant offense last year that had some playmakers like uh, Reed but really didn't have the ability to get him going in the game plan and also keep guys healthy. Uh, who would be the touchdown makers on the Spartan offense right now, the leading candidates? Well, I mean, Keon Coleman, I think, is is sort of looked at at another level, and I think he's got a chance. We saw flashes of it where he, at 6'4", 215 or whatever he is, I mean, you know, he's he's got an NFL build. Um, he, he didn't play basketball this year, even though I think that's his first love because he understands his money is in football, and this is that year to – to have that breakout year and, and get into the draft. And so, I, you know, I would expect if he's healthy that he'll be a guy who separates himself. Um, they've got some depth there at that position, and there's some younger guys that I think would be interesting. I think, you know, the, the, the tight end position is also interesting. Like a guy like Malik Carr, who's just got a prototypical build, got all the tools in the world, did not have a great year last year, and part of that was health. Can he stay healthy? Uh, I think he was humbled a little bit last year. He also didn't play basketball. And there's a guy with an NFL build who should be a difference maker. And uh, running back, they got a lot of guys. I don't know who breaks out. You know, Nathan Carter, there's been a lot of buzz about him. The transfer from UConn is, is a really sort of seasoned guy who, who's got some, some bursts to him. But a year ago, you know, Davion Prim was the, the star of the spring, and then we never heard from him again. So there have been lots of spring stars over the course of time. I think I don't think playmakers will be a problem for them. I think they'll have enough of those if they can block and protect. And those are the, those, that's the area where, um, where they've had trouble. And, and if they can do that, I, I, offensively they'll be okay, I think. I, I really do. But that, that's a big if. They really haven't had an offensive line that they could count on for, for a number of years. Uh, defensively, uh, at moments they had flashes, and then there was injuries, and then there's the suspensions and everything. Uh, the team went through on and off the field last year. How strong will the Spartan defensive unit, the starters be, and the depth uh, going into the fall? That, that's a great question. Because one of the things that there are two two things that need to happen with that defense. One is you talk about depth, and I think that's been a problem. Even in the year where they were eleven and two, we saw when injuries started to hit. That next group of guys wasn't really uh, you know ready and wasn't capable of filling in. The other thing that that team needs is is, is dudes, and and when I say that, like just guys who are difference makers, 
And Mel Tucker said at one point, and he's a guy who's coached on national championship defenses, that you need three or four of those guys on both sides of the ball to really be able to compete. And and everybody knows what that are. That, that's that's T.J. Duckett. That's Plaxico Burris. You know, that's those are those guys that it does not matter who you are playing, how many stars they have. They're going to get theirs. They're a problem. And you've got to have enough of those guys. And I still don't know. Um, I mean, there's some intriguing young players coming into the defense. I still don't know if those guys exist on this defense yet. And and that's really, you know, I think they have improved their depth, which will be a big part of things, at least being solid there. But I don't, I, you know, if, if I don't know that there's anybody right now that you look at and you go, that guy is a problem no matter the matchup. Like a guy like Jacoby Winmon, who last year came in as a transfer and got off to that great start, um, you know, then it, they moved him to defensive end right before the season. And once they started playing high major competition, you saw why he was actually a linebacker and not a defensive end. And when they moved him back, he made a big impact. So we'll see what they do there and, 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 and you know, how that plays out. But um, they need guys to evolve into, into difference makers. And, you know, some of those guys who may eventually do it are, are probably pretty young on the roster right now. Mel Tucker, with a lot of transfers in and out every year, and he's recruited well, and, and his best recruiting class, uh, I think uh, we just watched that come together. How, how is the culture building? Because you had that, that great season, uh, but with guys coming and going, and you get the transfer portal now affecting all universities, all schools, all programs, all sports. How, how would you judge uh, the culture that Mel Tucker has put together in East Lansing? Yeah, you know, that's a good question. I, you know, I think uh, from my read on it, it it's been fairly healthy that the, 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 they let the players do a lot of the recruiting when they're on campus. The recruiting feeds itself, and that's gone pretty well. And, and Mel Tucker will tell you, players know, and players tend not to lie to players. And so when you look at that, I think the kids who are there um, feel like the coaching staff is pretty honest with them, even if they don't always like what they have to hear and, and – and up front, and that's been good. I think one of the challenges they've had, though, in that mix of uh, you know transfer world versus high school recruits, especially early on, was it, that's, it, it was an odd mix. It, the the, the Antonio holdovers and some of the kids that came in. What, what helped it initially, I think, and there were some guys that didn't stick around and it, it didn't ultimately pan out. Was you had some guys like Kenneth Walker, who were just undisputed. Like this, this is a guy that <laughs> it's amazing, right? Nobody's questioning the impact that has everybody's behind that. And then you had some other veterans, you know, who maybe weren't as good, but came from like a Ronald Williams at Alabama who, you know, played, a, you know, just turned out to be a depth guy and a decent player, but was a guy who understood the, what it took came from a program that had, uh, it won at the highest level and, and, and was able to fit in. So I, I, I don't, you know, my read on things is there aren't culture issues there. Um, but, you know, and, and you're starting now. It's more and more Mel Tucker's guys and, and all that. And as long as you know, as long as um, the, the winning happens eventually, and, and guys feel like the coaching staff is up front with them about opportunities and what's going on, I, you know, I don't, I don't sense that being the issue right now. Right now, I think the issue is just flat out talent. Graham Couch, you can follow everything Michigan State, Lansing State Journal. Uh, follow his Twitter uh, feed, just uh, Graham, C-O-U-C-H. 
C.H. Couch on Twitter. Also, Couch in the Room podcast, wherever you download podcasts. He's a co-host. Search that. Giving us his insight on the state of Spartan football with Coach Mel Tucker as they walk up to their spring game this weekend. I appreciate your time, my man. Anytime, Bill. Take care. All right, Graham Couch checking in on the Meyer guest line. And Meyer, proud to be longtime partners with Michigan State University Athletics. Everything huge 24-7 at net. Hey, Michigan, let's go big. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver, and I'm talking real big-time winning on the hottest slots and table games on one incredible app. Eagle Casino and Sports. Sign up now and get up to $1,500. That's right. We'll match your first two deposits for up to $1,500 plus 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Bigger than any box score, local sports are a victory for the entire community. Building up leaders, breaking down barriers, connecting generations, teaching integrity, blazing a trail, sparking our economy. That's why Meyer sponsors hundreds of local sports teams throughout the Midwest. From Little League to the Big Leagues, uniforms to stadiums, Meyer knows when we support the home team, we all win. Bill Simonson here for Roast Umber Coffee. It's a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And their nitro cold brew coffee is a convenient and healthy option with no sugar or additives. So if you want a great coffee or energy drink to power you through your morning and your day, it's available in ground or whole bean or in cans. More information on the website and direct delivery to your door at RoastUmber.com. At Mercantile Bank, we believe in empowering the communities we serve and that financially strong individuals and families are vital for building strong communities. That's why we're committed to providing budgeting tools and interactive resources designed to help you take charge of your finances. Our friendly staff is always here to help answer questions and provide solutions to help you reach your goals. Call, stop in, or visit us online at MercBank.com to learn more. And let's help you make today count. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. There are a lot of reasons why some people would never want to be a cop. It's not 9 to 5, no two days are ever the same, it isn't safe, and it is never easy. There are also a lot of reasons why some people would never want to be anything other than a cop. It's not 9 to 5, no two days are ever the same, it isn't safe, and it is never easy. So, which one are you? Visit MichiganPoliceChiefs.org and find out. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Back wrapping up with Moneyline Monday. Want to thank Superfly Hayes, one of the best in the business, if not the best, for producing a stellar show. If you missed any of our huge opinions, interviews, hours, 
Uh, the full show today, our podcasts are free, as always, and we are everywhere. Just search The Huge Show, where you download podcasts, Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show. Also, as we say goodbye to Moneyline Monday, remember to always use code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app. And this week with the NBA playoffs starting, you, as a new customer, could bet 5 bucks your team wins. You'll get $150 in bonus bets. Just use code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Big. Bad. Huge.